there are few things in life that can bring even the biggest of men to tears. The day he marries the love of his life, or perhaps the birth of his first child. Life's a roller coaster of emotions, but watching your team in a cup final? Now that's a whole different ride. Tears, joy, anguish and despair. And here that's only half time. The highs of 98, the relief of 06. The jubilation of 2012. The pain of 19 and 20. As Hearts fans, we've felt and seen it all. Our football club's taken some blows over the past seven years, and she's still standing strong. It's now time for her to start fighting back and delivering some of her own. The heart and soul of Edinburgh. The heart and soul of me, you, and all of us. Do it for the fans in the stand, but most importantly, do it for yourselves. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review Big Final Preview. Yes, Hearts play Rangers in the Scottish Cup Final this weekend, a repeat of 1998. Steve Fulton. And he's made a distinctive break and it's a penalty! Would you believe it? 30 seconds gone! Challenge which William thought was an offence and he's pointed to the penalty spot. The ball is being spotted up by Colin Cameron and now more than ever Rangers will be relying on the experience of Andy Gorham who's never been beaten in his previous Scottish Cup appearances. But he's been beaten for the first goal of the game and it's Cameron who's given Hearts a real edge with a penalty in the second minute. And a damn stolen! Joining me as ever throughout the show will be our usual guests to go through the big talking points before the big day. First, we're going to talk a little bit about last week, a defeat to Rangers at Tynecastle. Gordon and Calvin are joining me right now. Gordon, last week we got beat off Rangers 3-1. Does that game have any significance going into the final coming up? I fucking hope not. Um, I mean, it was an absolutely shambolic performance, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought... Uh, I we said before on last week's podcast that we expected a bit from Hearts and even though it was technically a, a dead rubber, we thought they would go in and approach it with a decent bit of intensity. The carrot was there of beating every single team in the league. Um, unfortunately, they, they just didn't deliver and even though they went 1-0 up against a weakened Rangers team, I just thought they were poor. I thought it was probably their, arguably their poorest performance of the season, certainly their poorest performance at home this season. 
And uh, I just hope that it's it's down to having one eye on next week's final. Um, but I just thought that's not acceptable from a Hearts team, particularly when you're playing against that level of opposition. I've heard people say, yes, Ramsey and Davis and 400 grand a week and all this nonsense. I don't care. Yeah, I just think the performance was poor. It's it's different if they beat you 1-0 or, or 2-1 and you've peppered their goal. I just thought Hearts looked uninterested. And we hear the manager talk about how people pay their, their money and they expect a level of performance. Well, for me, that just wasn't acceptable. And um, I was I was very angry. Is it a bit of a concern considering they were playing a weakened team, Rangers? Yeah, of course it is. Um, you can hear the players and the manager harp on about oh, have no bearing on the cup final and all this nonsense, but they were laughing at us. Laughing at us. And you've you seen it, they, didn't even, they barely even celebrated their goals. They just laughed at us for 90 minutes. You know, pumped by our B team they were singing. And... Uh, it's not acceptable for a club like Hearts who have the aspirations that Hearts do and um, yeah, it was an embarrassing performance and I, I, actually I would fine them for it. On the flip side, Calvin, we have obviously got a cup final coming up. Are the fans really that bothered in a sense? I know Gordon is, yeah. but were you that bothered? I, I personally wasn't. No, I, I didn't really care. If I'm being, I obviously would rather win the game. He going into the game wanting to win it, but... I would ask anybody that's really angry, would you rather a Hearts player have dived in for a challenge and pulled a ligament, torn a hamstring, missed the cup final? No, the, listen, I'm not talking about, you know, winning 50-50s and all this sort of thing. I'm, I'm, uh, you've, there's still a level of performance you expect. And the Rangers players showed that. They were passing the ball better. They were moving into spaces. They were defending well, not that they had much to defend against. And that's the most disappointing thing for me. Because none of those Rangers players are going to play in the final. They're trying to play their way into the nah, first team nah, plans. Nah, nah, nah. I, I just think for me, there's there, there's a total difference. You go into a pitch to win a game and, and you hear the players talk about that. Barry Mackay's... Andy Halliday's these sort of guy. I mean, to be fair, Halliday actually he was raging, but people like Barry McKay and things like that. They say, "Well, I go into the pitch to." And Boyce as well said it as well. I go into the the pitch to try and win the game, regardless of the game, and I just didn't see that. Yeah, I think what I was more annoyed about was the players who started. I would have done what Rangers done and played players who were on the fringes, who had no chance of starting the cup final. Play some young players, give them a run out, and I think we'd have got a similar performance to what Rangers got. I think the problem we had is players had entirely had one eye on next week. They as soon as Boyce went down holding his groin, I think a lot of them went, oh fuck, because we were actually competing with him at that point. They looked at Boyce and went, I'm not going to take a chance now, because all those goals, including our goal, probably don't happen in a regular game. They were they were easy to defend against goals if players had just put their body on the line, and players just weren't want to do that in the cup final. And I'm as a one off, I'm not saying that's an acceptable standard, but as a one off the week for a cup final, when we have absolutely nothing to play for, I'm fine with it. Well, fine with it's maybe not the right word, but. I just I can't get too I can't get too upset by it. We knew what was going to happen in that game. Going into that game, we knew it was going to be the most half-assed game of football you'll ever watch. Rangers started a lot of young laddies, so trying to impress the manager, trying to win contracts, trying to get into first-team plans. We played a lot of guys who just went, "I don't want to get hurt," and that that was the difference. So when they say getting beat by our B team, if Hearts were playing 100 percent and they beat us, it'd be an absolute embarrassment. But Hearts were barely out of first gear, if out of first gear at all. So I can't say I'm overly like. I just I don't think I has any bearing on Saturday at all. And I just can't get overly concerned about it. if that was if that sort of performance was happening more than once or twice a season, in games that actually we were playing for something, I would be raging. I'd be incredibly concerned. But as a one-off week for a cup final, can't say I'm, I can get too too upset by it. Because you're not you're not you're not going to you're not going to remember getting beat three one off Rangers a week before, are you? If we go on and win the cup, are you? Yeah, I mean if we if we lose on Saturday, then 
it's a different ball game. But if we win on Saturday, you're right. Nobody because we got hum- twenty twelve. We got absolutely scurried at Parkhead the week before. It was five 0 at half time with the defence that started the cup final a week later. And I remember at the time people having panicking about it, talking about dropping def- dropping players who started that game. And I'm like, well, no, it's clear they're just not they're not going to put their body on the line the week before the biggest game of their careers. And that's exactly what we've seen on Saturday. Players just weren't willing to. I think to be fair, for the first twenty minutes they did get stuck in quite well, and then so, like, let's say as soon as Boyce went injured, the whole the whole sort of demeanour of a lot of them a lot of them changed. Like Barry Mackay when he's got that chance to go, normally he probably tries to get himself in between the defender, but there he just gives up on it rather than running the risk of getting clattered. Give, probably would have won a penalty in a normal game, but like I say, as long as they don't carry that level of performance on a Saturday, I can't get too concerned. If they can't get themselves back up for Saturday after point, then yeah, absolutely, Gordon's right. It's, it was a terrible way to go about the game, but. Like I said, I can't see that being being a problem. Does that type of performance, though, Gordon, affect the fans going into Saturday? No, 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 I, I don't think so. I think a final's totally different, but it pisses the fans off. Uh, I mean, you've seen it, I mean, at the end of the, the, the game when they went to, to go and thank the fans, went around the park, the whole ground should have been full and because um, it's been a great season. Um, you were there booing. Yeah. Uh, no, of course not. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I applauded the team grudgingly, but it, it did annoy me, and, and I think you could see that with the fans that walked out. We shouldn't really be getting beat at Ten Castle to anybody, in my opinion, but obviously Celtic and Rangers are, on their day, are difficult games. But I thought that game there wasn't difficult, and I think Hearts should have won the game. But, you know, like Calvin says, they, they didn't put anywhere near the level of performance that they're capable of doing. Um whether that's one eye on next week or not, I just don't think that's very professional. And is that a concern for you going forward if that's if they're not being professional? Well, we'll see next week, won't we? Um, um, I, I think you should be going in the game to try and win it, um, regardless of what you've got coming up next week or not. And um, there was still it was I don't think it was a totally meaningless game. I think there the, there was opportunity for Hearts to to beat Rangers there and say that they've beat every single team. Um, so it's disappointing it's very disappointing we're now going to move on and chat a little bit about our chances ahead of Saturday in the Hamden experience with David Spencer and Gordon so Gordon you looking forward to Saturday no why not we're in a cup final we've got a big chance to win some silverware third time lucky and all that yeah you know I've, I've been saying that to myself uh since we won the, actually since we entered the cup I just thought you know next final we get to we're destined to win it you know third time lucky all this sort of crap and then I watched Chelsea and uh, I seen that they've lost their last five straight finals and Mason Mount's never actually I think he's lost is it six or something he lost with Derby lost all of them with Chelsea and then of course he lost there at the weekend by missing the penalty so so it just shows you that um, actually it doesn't really matter. It actually just comes down to doing it on the park and uh, let's hope that the team actually do it. So, um, yeah, I've talked myself into that we're going to get beat, which is maybe a good thing for my nerves. Spencer, do you share your brother's positivity? <laughs> I believe that anything can happen with Robbie Nielsen in the dugout. You know, we've seen many magical moments down the years from from him, you know, both domestically and in Europe, when we famously defeated Infinite Talon, that was our famous night. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. 
Yeah, I think, you know, there's another magical performance <laughs> hey, in this house. I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <good. laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to stop you there, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to have to stop you there. <laughs> it was a good night. As that game was. <laughs> it was. It was a good night. But anyway, you know... <laughs> I believe anything can happen in a cup final and uh, I, I think it'll be a good day. Why did you mention Infonet Talent? It was just another one of these famous results for Robbie. You know, we've had many down the years. You know, when we came back from behind to beat Kilmarnock 3-2, that was another famous win. So I think the spirit of these games lives on in Robbie and we can see it again in this cup final. Uh, David, joking aside, um, do, do you share... I'm not going to ask about Spencer. I mean, completely in a wind-up Select, as ever. Selective amnesia yeah, from Spencer as usual. I know, but... I know. You know, do, do you... <laughs> I'm stoned. I don't share his um, favourite memories of <laughs> no, Nielsen's no. tenure. But do you his enthusiasm? Do you use the, um, enthusiasm at all ahead of the, the game? My amount of enthusiasm for the cup final is the same as his enthusiasm of beating Infinite Talon, probably. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, like, I, I think, do you know what? I was kind of mentally exhausted after the semi-final and that felt like a final in itself just for kind of what was on the line on it. So it's been kind of a strange build-up almost to, to this final. Especially because we've had kind of so many dead rubbers in the league um, before it. To be fair, that's not unusual for Hearts in the past few years post-split. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think, obviously, it all depends on, you know, um, how Rangers recover from the Europa League final. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of team they field uh, and, if obviously, how many injuries we've got any, any over from, from Saturday. I know, obviously, Boyce has a, has a niggle. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I think obviously it's clear that we'll have a better performance compared to last Saturday. I don't think it can be as as bad as that. Um, but I go into I think um, I go into it with a certain amount of belief that I've probably not had against the old firm for for a while, especially for a game at Hamden. Um, certainly, different, completely different emotions pre-match to what I had against Celtic in in 2019 and and 2020 as well. Um, but yeah, I'm um, really looking forward to it, I must say. But this team are a lot more equipped, probably, than the, the, the last two cup finals that we've... Definitely, definitely. And I think as well, as uh, I actually heard Halliday uh, on Open Goal saying yesterday, you know, there's a lot of players that are still there from, from 2020. Um, <clears throat> and that probably helps because, you know, they've got that feeling of losing and they know that they, whatever happens, they don't want to go through that again. So you're hoping that that can spur them on and, and give them that extra little bit of motivation that they need. Um, not that they should need it anyway, however. But yeah, definitely a lot more equipped, a lot more quality. Um... And as much as actually, the, like like Gordon said, it's the one team we haven't beaten is this season, uh, Rangers in the league. I do think they are, especially with their their midweek exploits. And you know they are there for the taking, but it's just where the hearts turn up on the day and can can probably what we had didn't do in the game at Ibrox in the one all, and definitely the game uh, at the two 0 defeat at Tynecastle is actually finish our chances because we had enough to, to to score and probably get a result against them, but couldn't do it. So maybe third time lucky and a good performance against them. Who knows? But yeah, definitely probably the best heart side at, at Hamden for a, for a while in a cup final that you would you would fancy your chances for for sure on paper anyway. And Gordon, we're going in with a wee bit more hope than than certainly 2019, where we had a you know a terrible Levine team going into the final. We went one 0 up in that final. If we go one 0 up in this final, do you think we can see it out a wee bit better? Difficult to say, isn't it? I think it depends on on what defence we we start with, and um, I think the the contrast with the the 19, particularly the 20 finals, I think was lack of expectation you could say 
Um, 19, as you mentioned, it was a, a, a pretty poor season. Um, particularly the second half of the season when we started the season pretty well. We went into the Murrayfield semi-final, for example, against Celtic, expecting to win. Um, and we got scudded 3-0. Um, and then I think that was our first defeat of the season, actually. Um, and then, obviously, the, the cup final at the end of that season, we aren't really expecting anything from it, but we're looking forward to a good day. We go 1-0 up, you start to believe, and we lose it cruelly, um, thanks to Spencer's pal, Big Christoph. Again, was at fault in 2020. Should never have started, probably would have won the game. But uh, that that particular game, I, w- I actually had a little bit more belief in 2020, to be honest. I thought Celtic were, were there for the taking, and I thought... We had a squad, I think we'd only really lost maybe one game and that was the, uh, sorry, the two games up until that point. Um, and, I, and I just thought the Hearts would, would give a good count of themselves. First half they were shocking, um, but second half and extra time they were they were really good and, and cruelly it was taken away from us, uh, from us on penalties. But, you know, I, I think this time definitely we, we've got a decent chance, um, but it'll, it'll be what? I don't like playing Rangers. I, I, I don't like playing them at Hamden. I've only ever known pumpings off them. A um, couple of semi-finals. Uh, obviously, I wasn't there in '98, so I, d- I haven't seen a final against them. But they're just a team that I think have our number. Unfortunately, hopefully that changes. Anyone can win a cup final, as we know. Um, we've seen them lose to Hibs already this season at Hamden. Obviously, they had Boyle. That's why I'd quite like to see Ginelli actually start and and do things that he's actually good at because I think you can get in behind that Rangers team and I think Sims will do well as well I think maybe having Boyce on the bench might actually be a good thing going into the game um, because you can maybe bring him on later on and he can use his experience at the top end of the park I think you need pace to, to get into this Rangers team and, and hopefully we can uh, we can use that to our um, to our advantage this time so there, there's a lot of interesting aspects to the game how Hearts will play how they'll play um it's tough to call. I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm betting, I'm, I'm putting my money on Rangers, unfortunately. But, you know, why can't we go in there and win it? And, and let's hope that the players do use the motivation of 2020, for example, um, and go on and, and lift the trophy. Spencer, do you think that goes, goes into a player's mind, having lost a few finals in the last few years? Possibly. You know, trying to put it right, I think, um, would be a, a big motivation. I think... Uh, just what David touched on there. It's been interesting against Rangers this season, all four games. You know, there's always been bits in every game where we've done all right, and there's been bits where we've done oh, quite quite badly. Um, you, you know, even the five 0 game, we had the two chances right at the start of the second half, where you know if they go in, it could have been a different game. But I think we need to change it up a little bit. I'm not. I'm not looking too much into that game at Tynecastle the day. We need to keep this game nil-nil for as long as possible. I would say. I think Rangers could be a bit fatigued if they go down to ten men here. Maybe they're chasing a game. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's see for as far. Um, but obviously, Rangers have got a big game on the Wednesday. We'll see what sort of what sort of shape they are in for for Saturday. Um, whether it'll be too motivated, I, I don't know. But do you think that game has a motivation? Because a lot of Hearts fans have said, you know, if Rangers are to win the Europa League, Hearts will win the Cup because they'll they'll have a massive hangover. If Rangers were to lose the Europa League, they'll just take it out on Hearts on Saturday. A little bit, but they could also be very deflated, very down. I'm not sure a lot of their fans would be so up for it if they did lose this. Because yeah. um, it could end up a trophy of the season for them. Yeah, absolutely, it could be. Um, 
but it'll be interesting to see what happens. We just need to keep it tight, I think. You know, we need to make sure we're still in the game, you know, the 60th, 65th minute, and, and see where it goes from there. But there's been periods in every game against Rangers where we've done okay, and there's been periods where we've done not so well. So it's rather quite interesting when you've played them over four games. So hopefully it'll be fifth time lucky for us. We'll see what happens. Definitely um, coming into the match, we've we've got a chance. But like you say, as, as Spencer mentioned, you've got to try and do something different. And, you know, funnily enough, I was actually um, watching back uh, kind of the post-98 celebrations and whatnot. And even Jim said, you know, they played Rangers four times that season, didn't win, and then they finally had to do something different, try and get a result. And that's what they did. And you're, you're hoping that... Do you trust Robbie to do something different? I would say that Robbie maybe would be slightly more stubborn than, than the Jet. Who knows? Maybe I could be wrong on that. Um, Nielsen does have the tendency to... to to stick with to what he knows almost, um, but listen, uh, you never know. Um, it's difficult to say. It depends on how the game's going. I guess he, he might try and stay with with uh, kind of the, the similar idea to what he's done. Who knows if he'll go for a back three? That's my uh, probably a little bit of my concern because I actually think recently when we've played a four, we've looked pretty good. Um, but then obviously now that Suter and Halkett are back, he probably plans to play both. You would obviously expect Kingsley to start, so. Maybe he does revert back to the five. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I think no matter what what formation we play, you know, we've got enough quality there to to go and and, and win that trophy. Obviously, so do Rangers. Um, but they've obviously got something, you know, a lot bigger on their minds with Europa League three days before. How many, do they pick up any injuries from this? Importantly, fatigue comes into it. All the the caveats that could possibly arise from a from a final three days before another one. Um, but I think the the hearts. I would say that the hearts fan base mood overall is quite positive coming into this because uh, just obviously this the the kind of you know surroundings around this the, this cup final. Um, but overall, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty pretty positive going into it. Um, certainly, think that if we turn up on the day and we you know we put in performances that we have against you know probably the first twenty minutes at Hibs if you if you cannot concede straight away and I think that's a thing you know you've got to learn from from lessons of other other big games that we've had this season as well. Do do, do you buy the what you know people are being quite superstitious and saying you know certain things have happened it's the same as ninety eight I mean fin UK finished second in Univision that happened in ninety eight well did it yeah well I wish it didn't because it cost me thirty five pound but regardless um I probably am a little bit superstitious when you read that it's hard to not be I think um but. <laughs> I mean, that was the most Did niche start in the world. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit. I, I seen, you know, obviously in the on the way to ninety eight, there was the Rangers won two one in the quarters against them. The, the old fans. but uh, listen, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, does it? Um, we're not playing at Celtic Park this time. There's something well, different. That's true. That's true. Um, we'll have to wait thirty six years for a trophy um, this time. But you don't want to be because if we lose this one, we could go back to being the bridesmaids again because that would be what four finals in a row, and you don't want to get that tag back. You know, we want to get that, that ninth Scottish Cup in the in the trophy cabinet. At the end of the day, I want my big parade in the sun. Um, I want to be on the pitch at Tynecastle, should things permitting. Uh, I want to be face down on Gorgie Road at 3 a.m. Um, that's the plan. Want. Well, exactly. Um, they probably don't want to see me through. I'll be in the I'll be in the spaces for people, but don't you <laughs> worry. I'll be in between the bollards and the in the curb. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I, honestly, keep, well, yeah, wouldn't line or, or a traffic island. We'll go with a traffic island. <laughs> <laughs> David, you mentioned it being at Hamden. Um, Gordon, what 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 do you make of Hamden? You've you've moaned about Hamden um, quite a bit on the the show. Um, 
What do you make of being at the other end of Hamden going into this game? I don't know. It works out both ways because I, I remember James McFadden scoring for Scotland and a playoff game against the Netherlands. I was at that end for that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I used to be superstitious about ends, um, but I, I don't really care anymore. Um, I think it'll be whatever it is. I think... Uh, our record against Rangers just poor, and I think we always use that uh, being at that end as an excuse. I I just I just think Hamden's crap, eh? I do. I think it's a terrible stadium. The atmosphere's it's pretty good when it's full, but it's t- you're too far away for the park, uh, particularly if you're sitting behind the goals. I think. Um, so you're not excited to go to Hamden on? Nah, not really, not really. I'm excited for the day out, and always enjoy the day. Out. I mean, going to Glasgow's pretty good. Um, it's not too far away, and you get a good a good baby with the boys. So, um, it should be a good day out, hopefully, regardless of the crap stadium. What time are we start in ten? Is it ten? Well, I'll I'll be waking up about seven. First can about seven o five. Seven o five, bro. Yeah, I would say so. Um, with my cornflakes, and I'll go from there really, and then whatever happens, happens. So you're gonna have the can in your cornflakes? Yeah, yeah. Coach, never had that before. Good combination. We're now going to chat a little bit about previous cup wins with Matty and Jamie. Matty, you were you were there at 98, 06 and 2012, am I right? Yeah, I'm a privileged man. I've been to quite a few cup final victories in my time. There was one stage where I thought it was all I could see and then St Mirren happened, but we'll not talk about that. We're here for positive times. Um, yeah, 98 was, I was a young boy in 1998, back when I could walk more than five steps without passing out. Good times. Um, yeah, I've got a few good memories of that day. I remember st- sitting there on my dad's shoulders after we'd won the cup, watching Gary Locke and I believe it was Stevie Fulton lift it. Yep. Locke had that horrendous suit on. He actually looked better in the 2012 final on his tracksuit than he did when he had his suit on <laughs> in 1998. Um, yeah, it was a good day. I remember after the game, I bumped into some old Rangers fan who shook my hand because my dad had parked on the wrong side of the ground. That was a good time. <laughs> Much like um, I was at Celtic Park, eh? So there was there was nowhere normal at the park. So we went there. Twenty twelve again, another another good day. We're not going to talk about two thousand and six. It was shocking, but twenty twelve. We all know about twenty twelve. Everybody loved twenty twelve, beating Hibs. I do think this might top it though. I think the pain that we've been through in the last few finals to come back and beat Rangers after I don't even know after twenty nineteen twenty twenty to come in and win it. It's got a bit of the 98 vibe about it because we did lose a couple of finals to Rangers prior to winning that cup final in 1998. I feel like we're due it. After everything we've been through, everything that we've watched over the last decade, really, is following hearts. It's been... Shite's a good word for it. Hard hard viewing. But I think we've earned it. We've been through the pain and I think it's going to make it what it is. I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Uh, unlike Mr. Fucking Depressing that's also in this room at the moment that thinks we're going to get beat thinks he has the hearts review and thinks we're going to get beat. Um, I've got a lot of confidence about this game. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win by a couple of goals and I think it's going to be a great day. I, I firstly do love how he's not on the microphone and you're you giving you the chance to to call him out. It's the best time to do it. He can't respond. <laughs> the man is an absolute fraud. Look at him. He's just sitting Disgraceful. there. Disgraceful. He's, he's Disgraceful. taking notes. He's taking what notes. bloody hoose. Have a bit of respect. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> he's got his notepad out now. He's right. For those those that can't see, like all of you. 
And Jamie, you're with us. Obviously, you remember 06 um, and 2012. I mean, how significant were those when you were growing up? Well, I, I told my story on the uh, on the semi-final podcast when I met Mr. Vladimir Romanov before the 2006 Cup final. And uh, actually for that semi-final uh, against Hibs, I wore my, my jingly hat, which I wore the day I met Mr. Romanov. And clearly it's my lucky hat because it's uh, not seen a defeat at Hamden yet, so I'll need to, need to wear that again this Saturday. Did you take your hat to the parade? I didn't actually, to be fair. I wore the away kit that day. I remember that. It was a lovely uh, a lovely sunny afternoon. I had my nice old sunglasses on and that uh, sort of blue, dark blue kind of away kit that we had back then with the pink sort of striped down. I think it was a Wonga one. Um, I thought it was quite a nice one actually, to be fair. But uh, I wore that that day. That was my memories of that day. But you're not were you not excited to see see the team come through, Gorgie? Yeah, I saw the bus. We stood pretty near Haymarket. Um, but you knew that kind of clock tower yeah. memorial. So, uh, yeah, that was my memories. That was where I stood. But that must be quite fond memories, seeing the Sea of Maroon. And, and Probably the, the, first, the, one that, the first one that I remember, because 06, I was too young, really. Um, I think we're due another one, and I think, obviously, this weekend will be very different for, for me, especially, considering I am now of age. So are you actually going to wear the, the hat on Saturday? Yeah, of course I will. It worked on uh, for the semi-final, so, yeah, I have faith in the hat. Right, two thousand and six. It was a good day. I remember Mister. I remember Mister. Nielsen stepping up, taking a fantastic penalty. I'll never forget. It's a, a, a lasting memory of that day. And the tackle as well. Yeah, yeah, the tackle. But for me, it was the groan from the entire Hearts end when they went, "Oh fuck, Robbie's yeah. taking this penalty," and then he slotted it away. It was a fantastic penalty into the side net and. Paul Hartley got sent off before that as well. Yep. Paul Hartley getting sent off. That was a fucking joke. Should have had a penalty at the end of that game and all. Thing is, apart Cheated. from apart from 2012, obviously, Hearts didn't tend to do it easily. No, no, no. It's going to be an absolute fucking nightmare on Saturday. We're going to be. I mean, if if I if I'm no shit myself by the end of that game, something's went wrong. I mean, 2012 it was Hibs, so it doesn't count. That's just how Hibs are. But 2006, we somehow managed to end up in a shootout. We lost a penalty taker. We got denied a stonewall penalty at the end because there's a clear agenda against our football club by the SFA. I mean, any, any that's every show you've been on. You mentioned the SFA. That's good. The agenda's clear. Of course, I'm going to bring up the SFA every show I've been on. They're a disgrace. Last week it was VAR. Now it's 2006 stonewall penalties that we're getting denied. And all Hartley did was gently tap him on the arse. It wasn't even a red card. I don't know why he got sent off. It's a joke. Uh, but nah, winning that was good. I mean, it wasn't. That's that's a lie. When, when, when it got to the end of that penalty shootout, I remember it going there and we won it and I was just kind of looking around at all the Hearts fans and there was this sense of relief more than joy. And of course, there was, was obviously joy in, in, I'm going to go back to sort of 98. Like, as a as a kid, what do you remember of, of that? I mean, there... I remember my dad was shitting himself. Yeah. Like, really, really clearly, he was petrified. There was a couple of boys that we went with that my dad's our mates has. One of them couldn't watch the end of the game. He actually went away at the toilet for like the last five minutes of the 90 minutes. And he only he only reappeared when he heard the whistle and the roar at the end of the match. He couldn't handle it. It was too much. I think, it, well, I think David mentioned it. But it was 36 years that we'd went without a trophy then. And to win that against Rangers was... It's one of those moments that live long in hearts. I mean, we've seen it the other day. Everyone was sharing it all on Twitter. You had Cameron scoring the penalty. Obviously, Stefan Adam scoring the goal. Past Andy Gorham. He was a fun, He was a fantastic goalkeeper. I've got to give him his credit there. Second best goalkeeper I've ever seen behind Craig Gordon, who is going to win us the cup. It's going to be a joy to see him lift it. Deserves it after everything he's been through. 
his 2006 victory was glorious. Uh, it will definitely triumph all his medals that he won with them. Ross, have you got any cup final memories? Well, actually, 2012 for me was the only one I was actually at. I wasn't at 06. I know I'm an absolute fraud. Um, and I actually remember saying to my dad before the game, no reason why, I remember saying to my dad before the game, Darren Barr's going to score first, right? So my dad got a free bet from uh, Ladbrooks. Um, we couldn't find a Ladbrooks on the thing. My dad was, there was a William Hill, but my dad refused to go in and pay the two quid. Who scores first? Darren Barr. We'd have won, we'd, it was 50 to 1. 10 years ago, so I would have been 14, I would have won 100 quid. So what you're saying is 50 to 1 and it ended 5 Yeah. You yeah, got any exactly. tips for the goal scorers <laughs> for the cup final at the weekend? Anyone, anyone at twenty, anyone at twenty to one. <laughs> I think we've got some Craig Halkett. You think Halkett will score? Well, Halkett might score. I mean, I'll come up with a prediction on the day and then let you all know. But also, I remember my dad um, at the game. He wasn't drinking that day because he was driving to the game, and um, I think it got to five one, and he couldn't actually quite believe we were beating Hibs five one. He actually had to go up the stairs and get like up to the, the kiosk and get water, leaving me and my brother on our own because he couldn't actually physically believe the fact we were winning 5-1. I remember walking in with Calvin, actually. We'd been on the bus on the way in and me and him were arrogant as fuck walking into that game in 2012. Quite rightly so, as it turned out. Just want to point that one out. But we were with a few of our mates, going to name drop them, Alistair Hill. The Passion himself, uh, he was shitting himself. Mr. The Passion, I think, has uh, been mentioned a couple the of times. The Passion, he, he, was, he was bricking himself, my mate Sean was shitting himself, uh, Stu was a bit of a mess. And there was just me and Calvin waltzing up. We'd lost our tickets, my dad had them, we were standing at the top of the stairs, panicking, because we were like hanging about in the crowd and that. And yeah, I just remember me and Calvin talking to each other, and we were like, ah, it's going to be three, and then, nah, it's going to be four, nah, it's going to be five. And then it turned out to be true, so hopefully we have the same conversation on Saturday. Uh, to, to Rangers, eh? Yeah, it's going to... Come on now, come on. Positivity, McLeod. Positivity, McLeod. I mean, on that subject, if anyone wants to meet us at the Yellow Premiere at the end of Dalry Road on Sunday, you can meet one of my favourite men in the world, Big Andy. I remember 2012 uh, on the Sunday after the cup final against against Hibs. We've agreed we're meeting up there again. The man bought a... You can't know you get those double bottles of Tuberg, I think it was. Tuberg, and he bought a blue bottle of Wicked. He had a litre of each, and he was mixing them in his mouth like an absolute animal. Half and half the bottle when he got halfway through. He was some mess. That was a good time. It's one of my best cup final memories. I'm going to talk a little bit about the significance for the club if we win on Saturday with Gordon, Spencer and Jamie. Gordon, if we're to win this game... Does Robbie Nielsen become a Hearts legend? Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. Um, I think to, to win it as a player and a manager uh, would be an incredible achievement, particularly where, I mean, he's still a young manager in fairness to him. We've been highly critical of him, and I think rightly so. Um, but yeah, you would have to say that he's turned it around and um, enormous credit to him. Jamie, do you share Gordon's um, view on Mr Nielsen? come as no surprise to a lot of people uh, that I do share Gordon's opinion on on Robbie um, you just look at the transformation in the last 12 months at the club and I appreciate that he's not the only man that we've got to thank for that, it's been a team effort but he's at the, the forefront of it on the, on, the, on the field so yeah, fair play to Robbie How significant for the club do you think a cup win would be considering we've had a good season it'll be a great season if we do win 
on Saturday. It's exactly what uh, Robbie said, really, for a while now. He said that we've had a good season, but this is the opportunity to go and make a special season, is what he's said for a while now. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's pretty clear. That is that is the, that would be the icing on the cake of what's been a very successful season. Look, we've guaranteed group stage European football. Robbie said a lot of teams have gone on to win, uh, gone on to finish finish third and get European football, but a lot of, uh, not that many Hearts teams, sorry, have, have won the Cup, so this would be a special Hearts team and a special Hearts manager if we were able to go on to do that on Saturday. I would say one thing, though. Defeat on Saturday, though, would have been four straight, lo- four straight losses. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, it would be four straight defeats. Pressure would be on. Um, a Cup final defeat would maybe raise some of the cynics in our support. Um, not saying I am one of them, of course, because I'm fully behind the manager just now. But even even cynics can't deny Robbie Nielsen's and Hearts have had a great season. But they, Come on, they've had a good I mean, season. Finished third by, yeah. by coming up. Yeah, yeah. They, they expect they're where I expected them to be. To be honest with you, I expected Hearts to finish third this season. I said it before we even kicked the ball. Um, Scottish Cup. I mean, it's luck of the draw, really. I think we've had a you know a pretty decent run. Um, all pretty games that you know you would expect Hearts to win. Still need to do it, of course, and they've faced adversity. You know, penalty shootout against Livingston could have went anyway. Uh, St Mirren coming back <coughs> and making it two-two. They still rallied and won that game. And then obviously, when we played the Hammer Throwers in the semi-final, where they kicked us off the park, and um, we faced twelve men that day, and uh, we still won the game two-one. So. I think you've you, you sometimes think is is your name on the cup and perhaps it could be and I think from Nielsen's point of view he'll be thinking that his name should be on the cup because he's he's had a lot of a lot of negative uh, moments in the Scottish Cup he's had the the positives of the two semis wins against Hibs but real but overall his cup record has been pretty poor and uh, the fact that he now has an opportunity to win a trophy and banish all those ghosts which they would um, I don't think there would be any uh, reason to talk about 2016 anymore if he goes on and wins this trophy I'm sure we'll still find a way though but yeah he, he banishes all the ghosts and he, and it's almost a fresh slate for him going forward and, and you could almost say that the sky's the limit for him after that Yeah, no matter what happens with the result on Saturday Robbie Nielsen has already cemented himself as one of the greatest Hearts managers in history um, also as a player as well what he achieved as a player and what he's done over two spells as a manager, he's already wrote himself uh, into our history. What he can do on Saturday, if he wins the trophy, uh, to be the first person to do it as a manager and player for our club, would make him, in my opinion, the greatest ever Heart of Midlothian manager. And I do I do believe that sincerely. And I, I can see Robbie being here for many years, and I think the next step would be to challenge for a title, and I could see him delivering a title for the first time since 1960. I think Robbie's got that, got that in his locker. I do believe that. And and, and what do you make of uh, Mrs. Budge's legs? No, she's a wonderful woman. You just look at what she's achieved for this football club, where she when she took us over. You know the the mess we were in, and she's now got us sitting. You know in third place. We've got Europe next season. Uh, it was her wonderstroke decision to bring back Robbie. No one would have thought of that. Um, pe- pe- people people here were wanting a man that had won two games, Daniel two wins, Stendel, to uh, to remain as manager. But Mrs. Budge, she went against the grain. 
She thought outside of the box and she brought back Robbie and look How's that outside of the box? <laughs> I'm just going to have to stop you there. How's thinking bringing back Robbie Nielsen, the first ever manager you appointed, thinking outside of the box? Well, Robbie had got us third place. No one's seen it coming. Um, uh, no, but listen, uh, I think it was a smart, shrewd decision for Mrs. Ann Budge. Uh, Ann Budge isn't even in charge of the football club anymore. Don't Let's not forget that. The fact that she's actually finally handed the reins over, it's no surprise that the football club is third listen, in the league now. That she's no longer making me. a decision. She is still doing the day-to-day -day running of the club. Ann Budge will cement herself, along with Robbie Neal. She will be the greatest chairperson in the history of Heart of Midlothian Football Club if we win this cup. You look at the transfer, you look at the transformation, you look at our new shiny magical stand, which, you know, we have lots of great, excuse me, it's got lots of great memories in there. I think we should create a new suite and call it the Robbie and Anne suite when we win the cup. That's my opinion. Jamie, do, do you, you, you normally side with Spencer on a lot of this stuff. Do you, um, do, do you share Spencer's view that there should be a, a Robbie and Anne suite at Tin Castle. <laughs> it's uh, certainly different. I'm not sure too many supporters would have uh, come up with a, an idea like that. But, you know, if we've got the room, I think uh, off the field we're, we're doing quite good now. And w one thing I would say is Anne Budge still is in charge of the day-to-day -day running of the club. She's taken a bit of a step back. She still oversees everything, still has an input into everything. Um, so, yeah, I would disagree with Gordon on that, but... Yeah, I'm all for it. Let's go for it. The Robbie and Anne suite. No, listen, Anne, Anne Budge. Um, I think Anne Budge has been a failure. You can't question though. You can question before sort of they got the right people in, but you can't question the people she has yeah, appointed. Yeah, she never have took this long. Let's be honest. I mean, what is is this year seven or eight of her tenure? Um, and it's yeah, five year plan exactly. How many five year plans have we had? I don't want to be negative, you know, we are in the lead up to a Scottish Cup final, we should be excited and all this sort of thing, but I think it is realistic to to talk about these things. Um, there's there, there's no point trying to paper over the cracks or, or sweep it under the carpet, what's happened has happened. And I think a football club the size of ours should be in Cup finals regularly, we should be competing for third place, and I think we are now where we should be. And there's no point sitting lauding, lauding everybody and saying, oh, and Budge, you know, what an achievement and all this sort of thing. Um, the money that the club have wasted, they should have three Scottish Cups by now, in my opinion. Um, particularly when you look at Hibs, St Johnston, and then we should have won um, won ourselves um, during that period. So it is what it is. It's very difficult to, to win trophies when, I suppose, you're a club of our size and, and the budget that we have. But you look at the opportunities that we've missed over our tenure and the fact that we've not won a major trophy uh, up until then I think has to lie at her feet the fact we've also been relegated in that time so uh, no I wouldn't be naming it the Robbie and, and Anne suite certainly not maybe the Joe Savage suite who knows how significant as a fan do you think it will be if we win the cup oh, uh, incredibly for two reasons one it takes the club well, I mean it gets them that kind of winner's feeling again you know and, and I think that the club that can feed off the positivity and go from strength to strength and two it gets it right up the wee team and we'll not hear about 16 anymore and, and preserved and all this pish so for two reasons we've got to get back uh, we've got to get listen the Scottish Cup has got to come back to the light it's got to come back to the, the maroon and white hands and uh, and bring it back home and do you think that gives us a buzz going into next season yeah, of course it does, of course it does, and I think the fact that we've got European group stage football, I mean, I actually think, and it could be as significant as Hearts getting in the Europa League group stages in the Conference League, I think if Hearts weren't going to win the Scottish Cup, that bounce 
and you also um, look at it from a selling point of view, trying to get players in, saying, we're a club that wins trophies. Here's what you can achieve. Here are the scenes. And uh, people looking, looking at that, and I want a bit of that pie. Yeah, if we win the cup, the celebrations on the Sunday will be magical. Um, it, it would mean a lot. It's been 10 years since we won a trophy. You know, people are going to be watching this from all over the world. My friends in Denver, Colorado, Dan and Sherry, they're getting up to, to watch the game. So, Spencer, how would it feel for you? Can you picture yourself just yet standing down on the pavement in Gorgie Road looking up at Robbie holding the Scottish Cup and young Hendel maybe as well? Yeah, I think it would be a, a perfect send-off. I think all players deserve... Everyone's contributed, you know, whether it be like the tea ladies, you know, everyone. I'd like to see Jamie Walker and young Hendel get their hands on the cup. I think that would be a perfect farewell for for Jamie, who's done well this season, I'd love to see him uh, on the on the open top bus and just being in Gorgie with my my dad, you know, my friend. And now we're going to chat a little bit about predictions with everyone. Spencer, your predictions for Saturday? It's going to be a very tight game. Hopefully, um, it's not going to be a classic. It's in that which I think suits us, but I've got a feeling it is going to be nil nil. And it's going to go to penalty kicks, and this time we'll get lucky, and we're going to win on penalties. Bold, David. That is bold, actually. Yeah, very bold. Um, I'm not. Well, I'm not going to say penalties just for the fact that I don't want them, because I don't think any part of my body can take it. But I do think it'll go to extra time, and I'm going to say that we'll nick it in the first half of extra time, and we'll win one nil. Jamie. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I gotta say, uh, my heart and my head are telling me two different things. I'll say three-one to Hearts. Gordon. Five-nil at Rangers. Fantastic. You've been positive all podcast. And my. I think it's written in the stars. A uh, three-one victory. We're gonna finish off the second tier of the stand with a uh, Robbie and Anne suite, and it's gonna be a fantastic day. Calvin, do you share um, Matty's optimism that there will be a Robbie and Anne suite by the end of next year? Not on that part, no. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know if that, that bit's ever going to get finished, if I'm being honest. Um, no, I think on the game itself, 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one hearts. A first half, go either side of half-time for hearts in a very nervy last 15-20 minutes. A repeat of 1998. It'll be glorious. I think I'm going to go for 1-1. One, one. Hearts to win on penalties. I don't, know if, I don't know if we'll be able to take that bit. I think I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Hopefully it's a hearts win. And thank you for joining us this week. Until next week. Goodbye. There are a few things in life that can bring even the biggest of men to tears. The day he marries a love of his life. Or perhaps the birth of his first child. Life's a roller coaster of emotions. But watching your team in a cup final. Now that's a whole different ride. Tears, joy, anguish and despair. And here, that's only half time. The highs of 98, the relief of 06, the jubilation of 2012, the pain of 19 and 20. As Hearts fans, we've felt and seen it all. Our football club's taken some blows over the past seven years, and she's still standing strong. It's now time for her to start fighting back and delivering some of her own. The heart and soul of Edinburgh the heart and soul of me, you and all of us. Do it for the fans in the stand, but most importantly, do it for yourselves.